he's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a sprinkly Wednesday morning in the hill country. Looking awfully dark to the south and southwest. Uh, North is uh, looking kind of clear. I'm not sure. Everything's been moving kind of from the northwest to the southeast over the last few days. So not sure uh, where that uh, where that uh, big old dark cloud just southwest of Kerrville is going, but uh, somebody's probably going to get some rain out of that. So um, be grateful for the nice, gentle rain. I think we added up uh, the last couple of days at my house uh, west of, uh, no, I'm sorry, east of Fredericksburg. We ended up with uh, about an inch and three quarters. Happy with that. It did not all come down in 10 minutes. It spread out over the period of uh, about a day and a half. So anyway, we're here this morning, and I'm here every morning because I want to get you engaged in the process of self-governance. And uh, there are multiple, multiple, multiple opportunities constantly um, for you to do something to get involved, to somehow take a part be more than just a whiner or a complainer because we got plenty of those. We got tons of people. I get emails every day of whining about this and whining about that and telling me all about how horrible the the federal government is and how horrible the state government is. And then it's like, okay, so what are you going to do about it? And if your attitude is we can't do anything about it, then you got better things to do with your hour between nine and 10 than listen to me because What I'm talking about is that you do have opportunities. You have tons of them. Every each and every one of us is given the exact same amount of minutes and hours and seconds in a day, the same number of days in a year. And if someone says, I don't have time, no, we have time for the things that are important for us, whether we choose or to acknowledge that we have times for that those things are important. That's what you're actually doing. You're making a choice as to what's important to you by how you spend the few minutes and moments that uh, you have on this planet. So anyway, tonight, uh, the uh, Texas nationalist movement, um, if, uh, if you are just dead set against this, think this is the stupidest idea ever in the whole history of the world, that Texas becomes its own republic, I encourage you to go tonight and ask every question and tell them you think it's a crazy, crazy idea. Go for it. They might change your mind or, or get a load of this. Maybe you will change their mind. Maybe you have a, a, a logical and sensible reason that, uh, if all the rest of us, if we just heard what it is you had to say about why we should, uh, not leave the union or why we should leave the union, Maybe your argument is the one that wins the day, but we'll never know that if all you're doing is yelling your argument at the TV or at the radio. All right. And so uh, tonight at 530, the Texas Nationalist Movement are going to have a little meet and greet at Mark Plotz in Fredericksburg. Starting at 530, our good friend um, uh, Kyle Biederman, Representative Kyle Biederman, who is serving his last um, 
few days on the uh, few weeks on as a representative for my district in the Hill Country, and uh, he is still my representative until January 10th when the new representative will be sworn in. And, of course, that all depends on who gets elected in November at the election. So, tonight, 5.30, Mark Plotz, Texas Nationalist Movement, come meet those people and I uh, think you'll really, I uh, think you'll really uh, uh, get something out of it. Um, then uh, the next thing on the calendar, we got Tuesday. Next Tuesday at six thirty at the Y.O. in Kerrville, the Y.O. Hotel and Conference Center in Kerrville, we're going to be screening a special film, a documentary called Grid Down, Power Up, and this is a documentary that. Uh, our own Senator Bob Hall, and I keep saying our own. He is not our senator here in the Hill Country. I call him our own because he is one of the few true conservative constitutional patriots that's in the Senate in Texas. And uh, and so I always say my favorite uh, senator, Senator Bob Hall, um, will be there taking questions. Um, and, uh, there may be another expert or two with him. I'm not sure who the, what the whole lineup is, uh, going to be for this one. I know the last time I screened it, it was not the final, uh, cut. I did not see the final cut. And, uh, there were all kinds of, uh, uh people who were involved in the film that were there for that, uh, showing. So looking forward to this next Tuesday night at six 30 grid down, power up screaming, Screening at the Y.O. Kerr in Kerrville. Um, the uh, 17th of September, what a day. We've been talking about that quite a bit. We're very, very excited about the um, annual Boots and Barbecue um, extravaganza that the Fredericksburg Tea Party puts on every year. That is part of, that is our, that is our big fundraiser. That's what gets us through the year. We, we take donations at our meetings, and very often those donations um, cover the uh, cost of that meeting. And uh, sometimes if we have to do, uh, if, we, if we offer an honorarium to the speaker that evening or something, which we do quite often, um, it, the, just the donations at the door don't quite cut it. And so, therefore, we invite all our rich friends to uh, join us in uh, September every year for a big fundraiser. Man, we've got an amazing lineup this year. You can go to fredericksburgteaparty.org and get more information, or you can also go to Eventbrite and just go to Eventbrite, put in Fredericksburg Tea Party. It'll pop right up. You can get your tickets. All the instructions you need are right there on Eventbrite. So going to give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin, and uh, then we're going to take a break and get back uh, with uh, Mr. Jonathan Science, and we're going to go over a... Um, we're going to go over parents' rights now that school is starting. So there's some new things, some new laws, some new rights you have as a parent. And so Mr. Science is going to bring that to us here in a couple of minutes. Um, let's see uh, a little bit of a um, um, uh, Ben Franklin. Here we go. Uh, Hear no ill of a friend, nor speak any of an enemy. Huh. So if someone speaks ill to you of a friend, don't listen to it and don't speak ill of an enemy. Huh. Hmm, there might be even something biblical in that. Ben Franklin, thank you very much. We'll be right back, folks.
All right, we are back. We are back, folks, and uh, have on the line with me as we do every Wednesday, or almost every Wednesday, we do our best. We have Mr. Jonathan Science from Texas Values. Good morning, Mr. Science. Morning, Matt. So, um, we uh, tell us a little bit about TX Values and who you are. I think we need uh, we get we do get new listeners every week. I know that for a fact. So, tell us about TX Values, right quick. Texas Values is the largest faith and family nonprofit law and policy organization in Texas, and we work in the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media on the issues of faith, family, and freedom. A lot of our work is helping citizens be informed about what their rights are, how they can put those rights into action, and if they need our help to do that, going up against government or other challenges, uh, whether it's in the courts, the legislature, or the media, that's what we do. So last week we talked about uh, uh, Mary, uh, uh, Miss, uh, um, uh, goodness, I just lost the name, um, and uh, her article about the TEKS um, discussion that is going on for social studies. And by the way, they're going to have a four-day workshop on that coming up at the end of this month going into September. And I uh, spoke about it yesterday, and I'll be bringing you more information on that. But right now I want to refer to an article that is at txvalues.org, and if you go over to the blog section, um, there is an article written by Jonathan Covey that is called Back to School, Know Your Rights. Um, Mr. Uh, Jonathan, uh, Mr. Science, give us a kind of an overview of uh, what this uh, article, this blog is about. Well, a lot of kids are going back to school this week. Many of them went to back to school last week the article focuses on kids in public school but we care about issues related to private school and we're very supportive of homeschool and the different options that parents have but a lot of our work is centered around what happens when you're trying to exercise your right as an individual or as a parent and the government tries to tell you something different than what you want to do and so a lot of times what you want to do is know ahead of time, right? What are my rights if I run into any conflicts? And maybe you won't, but if you do, we like to help people with that. And so a lot of focus around back to school is getting your supplies, getting your uniforms, getting your clothes, whatever, getting your sports equipment. Mm-hmm. But for many, for many public school students, and particularly right now, parents feel like they can't trust public schools. They can't trust the government leaders because they've been sending them home with books that have obscene material, pornographic material. Mm. They're trying to pressure or influence kids to get vaccinations and, and have a negative influence on them. It's a variety of things that I think parents have become concerned about. And so we want you to know what your rights are ahead of time. And a lot of times, in my experience, if you don't exercise those rights, the government will either take them away or sometimes mislead you to think you don't have that right to begin with. Absolutely. In fact, uh, that was one of the questions I have today, and maybe I'll just go ahead and ask it right now. Um, if you do find out that you have certain rights, well, first of all, there is, uh, starting in uh, this last year, there was, uh, or two, uh, yeah, 21, a new Texas law required parents to give permission before students can be taught human sexuality. In, in other words, it is an opt-in um, uh, human sexuality instead of an opt-out. 
So what do what do um, what, let's just use that as an example? What if uh, the parents a kid comes home here in a few weeks and says, "Man, guess what we're learning in sex ed," and the parents had not been given the opt in. So a parent says, "Wait a minute, I I, I was supposed to be given an opt in." What what would this the a parent do then if they see something that they know is is not proper or feel is not proper, what's the first course of action that you suggest? Well, look, I mean, in many schools, we're having back-to-school nights this week. I know at my kids' school they are. The first conversation you might want to have is with your child, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that are going to be at the school. Let them know, hey, buddy, you know, hey, dear, when you go back to school, here's what your rights are. If you see these things, let me know. Have that conversation with your child. And a lot of times they can communicate that to the teacher if they run into something and so, but if you do see it, bring that to the attention of the principal. That doesn't work. Superintendent, the school board, and then you can get your state representative or center involved. You can take a copy of our article, txvalues.org. We, uh, we're representing parents on another matter in a different school district in Round Rock right now. A lot of times we'll walk along side parents, but sometimes it's not necessary. They can come in, and in that article at txvalues.org, there's also a link to the new law. So if you want to provide that, because, you know, look, maybe some school districts aren't aware of it. They should be. Right, and right. In efforts to make them aware of it. But just in case, give them the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes that can resolve these issues. But, but you got to know ahead of time what those rights are. And, and there's, there's been rights for many years protecting religious free speech, having different Bible clubs before and after schools. There's a lot of things that I think parents aren't aware of. Mm-hmm. So we um, so basically, you start as close to the problem as, as as possible, and and starting with the principle is very definitely the way to go. And um, if you don't feel like you've gotten the response you need, or or you you felt like you deserved, then you take it up to the next level. And each school district, by the way, and and they're not afraid. From what I've seen for so far, if you go into the superintendent's office and you say, listen, I want to file a, a complaint, they they were very helpful with me, um, gave me the forms and the paperwork, and, and um, they, there is uh, Texas law, I believe, has a whole set of uh, steps you can follow through where you're not having to get nasty. You don't have to go up to the principal's office and yell and scream you just start working through these procedures. Am I am I uh, uh, explaining that properly? No, that's correct. And, you know, look, and sometimes you might have to at some point, and depending on the circumstance, right, there might be something that feels a little bit more immediate and you feel like you're not being heard or it needs to be addressed. Uh, so it depends on the circumstance. But, you know, you certainly can start at a more friendly level. And then if you feel like you're being ignored and your concern is being dismissed you can move up to the next step one thing too uh, and i don't know if we mentioned this in the article this might be something we need to add just for context but there's also a new law that for k through 12 schools boys cannot compete in girls sports okay that was passed last year and so if your kid's signing up for sports and they come home and your daughter says hey i was you know getting dressed for my sports activity and there was a boy in my locker room that's a violation of state law and so or at least, I'm sorry, if, they're, if they find out they're competing in the specific sports. Mm. Um, we, we still need to address the locker room issue, as a matter of fact. But if they find out, oh, there's this kid, you know, this uh, male student 
is now competing in my girls' sports, that's a violation of state law. So that's the other thing to be aware of. And we've got all of that in this article at txvalues.org. If you go over to the blog tab at the top, it's the most recent uh, blog edition. It was written by Jonathan Covey, um, published uh, August 15th, so about nine days ago. And the best thing about this article, I like it. It's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, I got to even stop counting there. How many links it has to take you on to more material. And so the article itself is a pretty quick, easy read. Um, there are It does talk about religious liberty rights for students in the second section. And um, I believe the Merry Christmas law, I believe that came around. You guys pushed that through and helped take that over the uh, finish line, what, three or four legislative sessions ago? Yeah, it's been a few years back, 2013. But, you know, um, and we're a few months away from that, but it's not, you know, some people start thinking about soon. You know, they'll start planning for the end of the year, planning for, for a Christmas party or mm-hmm. holiday party, whatever your school calls it. But it's good for people to know that. And a lot of times what happens, you come back from school and you have to write an article about what you do this summer, you know, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe you went to a Christian, maybe you went to a Christian camp or you did something that's more religious and you think, oh, maybe I'm not sp- supposed to talk about that at school. Not mm. true. You mm. can any of those things that you do that are an educational assignment, and you've got the freedom to talk about it from your perspective, and it relates to something that you did religious. That is allowed. So last um, in uh, Senate Bill last year, last legislative session, Senate Bill 797 passed, and um, it is a, a requirement of uh, Texas schools to display a national, the national motto of, uh, of a sign that says, In God We Trust. And the law very specifically kind of delineated what that um, uh, uh, poster, that, that uh, uh, sign is supposed to look like. It needs to have the Texas flag on it, In God We Trust. And it needs to be donated to the school district or, or purchased with private donations now, and so we've been seeing that. We had uh, uh, officially, I think it was about a week and a half ago, our parents here locally, Jonathan, went out and they went to every local school with those signs and uh, they were very proud of it. It was really neat. And then I heard a story yesterday that there is someone from out of state who has decided that they want to bring an In God We Trust um, uh, uh, signs into schools. Uh, but written in Arabic. What do you think about that? Where do you think that will go? And have you heard this? Heard about this story before? Well, number one, it's important for people to be aware of the new state law. And, you know, look, the national motto was put into place uh, 50 or 60 years ago. U.S. Supreme Court has looked at this issue before and made it clear that there's no constitutional violation to acknowledge the national motto and should be any different in public schools. And so there's no concern there legally. I know some people have tried to make that argument, you know, know, random people on social media. This bill was supported with bipartisan support, so you even had Democrats, not all of them, but some of them that were supportive of it. So it's not an issue that's really um, should be viewed as controversial. I mean, this is our national motto. So um, why shouldn't we be talking about it? Are making kids aware of it or displaying displaying it proudly um, in schools, and so uh, it's getting a lot of attention, and a lot of people are excited about it. Right? Um, we saw it on on you know law enforcement vehicles. There was a little bit of a 
a movement or a wave of that, you know, a little while back. And so that's very encouraging. I mean, you know, look, we carry around a dollar or a coin or whatever that has these things on it. So it shouldn't be any different in public schools. And so I think it's exciting, encouraging, something we supported, you know, look, whether or not, I, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of whatever story's out about, you know, people wanting to put it in Arabic. Um, I think a lot of the focus right now is um, getting these signs up in school and, you know, for people to not feel like that there's some kind of issue there legally. This is a law that was passed, signed by the governor, bipartisan support, the, the Supreme Court's upheld acknowledging our national motto. And so I think what you're seeing is what I think there should be more focus on. Well, who's opposing this? Right. You've got progressive liberal groups. So they are now anti-national motto, right? Right, and right. So you have to wonder, um, and, and it's and it's telling, right? You try to mm. see people that are against it. You have to wonder, you know, okay, they don't support our country then. They don't support our national motto. Right. And, um, and it's usually a, a minority, you know, a, a smaller amount of people. But it's interesting because some of them are very involved in the elections that are coming up this November. And, you know, this is the government you're going to get. Um, if you're not paying attention to what's going on and you end up casting a vote for somebody who wants to ban the national motto in God we trust, I tell you where a little bit more of this fight is happening though, is the state board of education because unelected work groups have recommended that we no longer teach the national motto in God we trust in our public schools. And it's been in our uh, teaching standards for years. And so Brian Hughes, the author of this bill about putting a sign up also was at the state board of education a couple of weeks ago We've been highlighting this issue because it would really be sad if, oh, you can have a display about it, but the continued teaching that we have where, where it'll be a part of what you learn in the classroom is going to be eliminated. That would be absolutely tragic. We sent an email out yesterday telling people, if you want to continue to have this taught in schools and not have it eliminated by the progressives or liberals, you need to contact your state board of education member. They're going to be voting soon on this. Yeah, they do. They have a four-day workshop coming up, and we've been talking about it. We're about out of time, but I definitely want you to talk about your September 23rd and 24th event at Great Hills Baptist Church in Austin, Texas. And for our listeners, our terrestrial listeners, as opposed to our extraterrestrial listeners, um, we can get over to Austin pretty quick. You've got two days of amazing speakers lined up. Tell us a little bit about this event and uh, where uh, folks can get tickets to that, please. Well, we're real excited about this. This is our fifth year to have the Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum. It's on September 23rd and 24th. That's a Friday and a Saturday. It's going to be half the day on Friday, 1 to 5, with a dinner option that night with Senator Ted Cruz, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. On Saturday, it's from 9 to 4, maybe go a little bit later, depending on speaker schedules. But we got a wonderful lineup. So U.S. Senator Ted Cruz will be at our dinner Friday night. Um, Attorney General Ken Paxson is going to be speaking. Um, Father Frank Pavone of Priest for Life, one of the most recognizable voices on the life issue throughout the country. He's going to be there speaking. Uh, Kevin Roberts, the former head of TPPF and now the leader of Heritage Foundation, a national um, organization in Washington, D.C., is going to be coming down to speak. We've got Kristen Hawkins from Students for Life of America. Corey DeAngelis, who's getting a lot of attention on the school choice issue, he's going to be there speaking. Um, just a, an incredible list of people. Um, there's uh, over 25 different speakers that are going to be there. There's a, there's a reporter from the Christian Post 
who's going to tell you some stories about kids that have gone through a gender modification that have had their bodies mutilated that will absolutely break your heart, but it needs to be heard. We need to see and pull the curtain back on what's going on in those issues. A variety of different elected uh, officials will be there speaking. Coach Kennedy, the football coach who won his prayer case Mm -hmm. at the Supreme Court, he's going to be there of all days, I'll sort of release it. I'll only tell you he'll be there on Friday, right? We talk a lot about football and high school football. Mm-hmm. But September 23rd and 24th, ticket sales are really getting hot. This event sells out every year. Go to our website, txvalues.org. It's very affordable for a two-day event. Absolutely is. Uh, Mr. Science, thank you again for joining us. And um, we uh, just thank you again, folks. That's Jonathan Science with Texas Values txvalues.org and txvaluesaction.org as well. Talk to you again soon, Matt. We'll see you. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, folks. uh, There you go. Um, We're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. And I guess I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about. i got so many things in front of me, I don't even know which way to jump. So y'all stay tuned. We are back, and uh, by the way, you know, I put these uh, programs up on various podcast sites um, every afternoon, and uh, they're also available for about a week if you go to hillcountrypatriot.com, where you can live stream, and you can listen to this program in Northern Ireland. You can listen to it in Abilene, Texas. You can listen to it all over the world, I think, except for maybe in Iraq and Iran and North Korea. I don't think they allow me to broadcast into North Korea, but anywhere else in the world, you're on vacation. You, you yeah, you can listen even when you're on vacation. You know, don't need to ruin your, don't need to throw off your daily schedule just because you're on vacation. So anyway, um, lots of places to get that program. If you hear something you like, you can tell your friends about it. If you hear something you don't like, um, you can tell ten friends about it. That's usually the way it works. You know, if you get good service at a restaurant. You usually tell maybe one person, but if you get bad service at a restaurant, what are you talking about for the next two days, right? Everybody knows about it. So feel free. If you think I said something wrong, incorrect, improper, uh, not patriotically or or politically correct, go ahead, harass me. Send me an email. Give me a call. A lot of you have my phone number out there. Um, So uh, on your calendar, um, on September 20th, that's a Tuesday, the, um, there is going to be a House, a Texas House hearing. It is a com- uh, two committees combined. It is the Committee on Public Education and the Committee on Higher Education are going to be meeting in Austin starting at 10 o'clock on September 20th. Now, that's a Tuesday morning. Now, this is going to be, this subject is very much like the subject that um, that we spoke of, uh, that we went up to the Capitol in August, I believe it was the, no, was it July 26th? Uh, we went to, um, yeah, because it's uh, not August 26th yet. That's still two days away. So it was July 26th, and uh, many of us spent the entire day going into the night in Austin to speak in front of the Committee on Public Education. Well, the interim charge uh, that they have for this meeting for the combined hearing of public education and higher education, 
The uh, charges are to evaluate the impact of the pandemic on the state's teacher workforce and current practices to improve the recruitment, preparation, and retention of high-quality educators. Also to explore the impact of the educator preparation program regulatory environment. Goodness gracious. I had to read that sentence again and break it down. So explore the impact of the educator preparation program regulatory environment. Okay. Um, I, so the, the environment around the regulations uh, having to do with uh, teacher preparation. I guess that's the best way I can do it. Um, so also make recommendations to improve uh, educator recruitment. In other words, what do we do to uh, hire, get more teachers to work? And not only that, but retention. And uh, in other words, getting them to work and then keeping them there. All right. So these, um, these are going to be having these hearings on the 20th. Public testimony will be taken. I believe electronic testimony is also available. I'll have to figure out how to get you a link to that. That's a new one on me. I do know that they have taken uh, over the last couple of years during the uh, Kung Flu pandemic, pandemic, the, um, there have been invited guests, um, uh, invited guests to, uh, who, um, appeared electronically. I not sure. I don't recall seeing, um, when it was just regular, uh, uninvited guests, uh, testifying. I just don't recall any of them being on video, but that just may be my tiny little brain that doesn't remember that. So anyway, apparently there is electronic testimony available on this. So is it a long day? Yes. Those of you who have already gone to the Capitol, um, who have, uh, have some experience, you're out there smiling at yourself going, oh yeah, who's Mr. Long going to sucker into going to this one? Because they are, they're, they're fun days, but they are long. They are frustrating um, but you are there in front of the lawmakers, in front of the people who make the decisions, and you have the opportunity to speak to them directly. And yes, it only may be three minutes. And yes, you may have to wait all day and into the night. Um, but you can go, even if you don't want to testify, you can just go and support those who are going. You will meet all kinds of awesome new people. Uh, when we were up there on July 26th, and Tara and, and I believe Tracy, goodness, we had a bunch. Of, we had a good crew from Fredericksburg that showed up and from, uh, the, from Kerrville and from the Hill Country that showed up um, on the 26th for that testimony. We met all kinds of, uh, of people we hadn't met before. The, the gal named Mary, and I can't remember her last name now. Maybe it was Bowen. I'm not sure. But anyway, Mary, who had been uh, working with teacher, with parents all over the state, and her and some of our local uh, folks who had been working with parents locally, they'd all been, you know, they knew about each other and, and had, uh, you know, interfaced on, on Facebook or whatever, uh, interweb uh, thing. And uh, But here they were in the same room at the same time going, OMG, we know each other. And it, it was just, it was just real cool to be able to then solidify those, those um, uh, relationships to realize that you're not in this alone, to find out, to not reinvent the wheel. 
that's one of the most frustrating things I see is people trying to reinvent the wheel. We'll, they'll, I'll say, well, what are you all up to? And they'll say, well, we're doing this, that, and the other thing. And I'll say, yeah, we've done that before. Or I know someone who's done that before. And they're like, well, cool. Uh, we're we're going to do it our way. Yeah, yeah, there are many ways to skin a cat. And very often, one of the, you, you just don't see the most obvious one. Or maybe you'll run into someone up there at the Capitol who says, huh, I never looked at it from that way. So there are so many reasons. Um, also, here I'll give you another reason. If you're not going to testify, um, but you, uh, you've never, you haven't been to the Capitol, um, and uh, September 20th would be a great day for you to go. In fact, I'll, I'm planning on going. We'll do the program from uh, somebody's office up there like we did uh, uh, back in July. We'll do the radio program from up there. And, um, but, uh, this would also be a good day because once you get, um, you, you have to get registered in the morning to testify. And, and once you get through and done all of that, we can take a look at how much, um, invited testimony there is. And, uh, if it's like last time, if they have 14 panels of invited testimony, then you and I know that. I can take you for a walk around the Capitol. I can give you a tour there. In fact, there's going to, the place is almost empty between sessions. And so September 20th, you can go, you can go support, show your support for the, the parents who are trying to, um, uh, trying to take a role in what, uh, is going on in Texas schools. And, uh, you'll get to see and hear with your very on eyes, the, the things that just frustrate the living daylights, daylights out of us who are in the fight. You'll sit there and listen to six people in a test, uh, in a row testify how the little plan that the little program that they instigated, you know, for the two years ago or four years ago, it's, 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 it's sort of working. There's promise in it. And, and we have hope and, you know, we need more money and we need more training and we need more uh, uh, money for training and more training for more money. And, and, and you'll hear that and you'll start hearing it over and over. And you might get to the point like I did when I got up to testify on the back in July and said, you know, all I'm hearing, every testimony I heard today was someone saying they needed more money or more training. And I, and, and, and there was not a program, a single discussion that came up that day where they said, you know, we tried this for two years. We tried this for four years. It just did not work. Everything they've ever thrown at our public education system. If you believe what these guys are telling you during those committee hearings, the invited testimony, you would think that everything we've ever done in uh, Texas schools is working great. It, all it needs is more money and more training. That's all you hear. You need to be able to speak up against that. We need people who will go up there and say, it's not the money. It's not the training. It's the principles or whatever your argument is, but we need people to go. If you don't want to testify, you want to write testimony, take it with you, help someone get, give it to someone else to deliver. But this would be a great day to get your feet wet. Those of you who went to either of uh, part one or part or, uh, either of the two trainings I've done so far on Texas legislature online on TLO, this is a great chance for you to go to the Capitol and see how it works up at the Capitol. Log in on the Capitol Wi-Fi, go up to the kiosks, see what the kiosks are about. That was part of the training. We told you about them. We showed you pictures. 
So now you go to the Capitol, you've got your account already. We can go into that and, and do some training at the Capitol when there's nobody there, right? I mean, it's just the place is empty. It's great. It's beautiful. And uh, so put that on your calendar, September 20th. We'll uh, bring you more information on that. Our good friends from Two Tr- True Texas Project are all going to be there, and uh, they're, they're organizing um, uh uh, carpools and vans and everything to go because they live four or five hours away from the capital. We live an hour and a half. If they're bothering up in the Metroplex to, to leave at four in the morning or five in the morning and to go up there and spend all day and then a four hour drive back home, if they can do that and they're dedicated to that up in the Metroplex, what in the world? You, you got no excuse you're, you're an hour and a half away or, or two hours at the most. All right. Which, you know, living in this country, man, driving two hours, it ain't nothing in the state of Texas. Right. I mean, that's nothing. You know, I have two hours for a good breakfast. Right. So get that on your calendar. September 20th. We'll talk more about it. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a short little break and we'll be right back. There you go. That's a vast left-wing conspiracy trying to drive me off the air, rob me of my last seven minutes, but we're not going to stand for it. Um, we're still here, and I'm going to stay here till, uh, what is it, 9.59.45, I believe, is my official uh, check out of here. So, folks, the momentum is in our direction for schools for dealing with the schools the momentum is on in our direction um, we know it is because we see how crazy the left is getting um, you can go to any of our good uh, good sources for texas news i use the texan.news i also use texas scorecard and yes i also use the current revolt which many of you are <laughs> was I was with some uh, ladies the other day. We were, it was actually ladies and gentlemen. It was the uh, training, the teaching in uh, the TLO teaching in Kerrville. And um, I said something about current revolt. I said, some of you are going to love this and some of you are going to hate it. And, and uh, one lady looked at her friend sitting next to her and, you know, inquisitive, like what's current revolt. And the second lady kind of rolled her eyes and I don't know what she said, but it was very clearly communicated that uh, it might not be their favorite place. Listen, Current Revolt was written for, and we need more of this. Current Revolt is written for a, a younger, uh, a, a younger generation. They're not. They're, it wasn't written for grandparents. All right, it just wasn't. Um, they they really take a, a cynical, a funny, a um, uh, just uh, sometimes when you just tell the truth so blatantly, it almost just comes out as being ridiculous. And so these guys take the ridiculousness of the truth and uh, they put it up in their uh, uh, up on their website, Current Revolt. Check it out. Tell me what you think about it, currentrevolt.com. So anyway, across all of these um, uh, websites, and there are several others I haven't mentioned, 
but a, a clear across all of these are is 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 little highlights of what Texas schools are going through, whether it comes to textbooks or whether it comes to what are they being taught in uh, sex education. How how is the LGBTQ plus one WTF um, uh, mafia uh, alphabet mafia? How are they sneaking? this uh, agenda into everything you teach. Um, the, all of these things are going on right now. The devil is doubling down in the state of Texas because parents have, parents have uh, um, awoken from their slumber. You know, I'm almost afraid to use that word, woken up, but you know in our context what we're talking about. Parents have woken up and, and they're starting to push back. And if if we were not making a difference, if we were not making some headway across the state on average, then we probably wouldn't be hearing much about this. But the fact that it is in the news all the time now leads me to believe that we are making an impact. And the what the left is coming up with, and this really is spiritual warfare. It really, really is. And it's time for each and every one of us to stand up. You must get engaged. Listen, I have not been to a Kerrville uh, school board meeting, but I know in the Fredericksburg Independent School District meeting, they don't have enough room for about 25 parents. And what they do, I've seen it one time when it was full, um, there were uh, parents, uh, there were uh, uh, community members who were turned away by a an enforcement, a law enforcement officer, and they were told there's not enough room. Let me tell you, folks, that's a violation of Texas law. If there's not enough room, they have to they have to scramble and figure something out. You have an absolute right to be there, so don't allow yourself to be turned away from a meeting. Now, don't be a jerk. Don't be standing there screaming and yelling. But I would suggest you don't go away. If they tell you you can't stay, then, you know, you, you, you don't go away. Don't go home. Stay there. Show them that you're outside the door. Show them that you're waiting. I know in Fredericksburg they can see if you're waiting outside there, if they've got that room full. But what I witnessed, um, oh, it was, it was months ago when uh, quite a few parents showed up. The room got filled, and they just, they just closed the door and said, yep, no more can come in. That they can't do that. They did. They're not allowed to do that. They did. But unless we as parents start really just participating, going up there, paying attention, and reminding them of, of what the law is, then they're gonna. The left is gonna stay on top of this. The left is gonna stay on top of this. Our side needs to go. We need to be engaged at every level. And again, you don't have to say a word. You don't have to testify. I wish you would. I'll help you write testimony if you want, but you don't have to. Every person that is up there, that you that you have the back. You have the back of those who are going up and speaking. Tara needs to turn around and see people, a room full of people that agree with her and are there praying and fighting for her. That's true for Brandon over here in uh, Kerrville. Brandon, when he goes to speak to the school board, he's got to know you're back there behind him supporting him. Folks, uh, y'all stay tuned. Uh, the lovely Lorraine Lamont just walked in the door. We'll see you manana.